Hello friends and welcome to the eighth and final episode of my podcast, A Dose of Danny. I am bringing you this intro from Malaysia in my accommodation room currently and I sound a little bit sick and tired but alas I wanted to get this episode out to you guys before the year ended and today's episode was with the lovely Annie Wang and we talked about all things to do with moving out. Both of us have moved out of our family homes, me interstate and Annie out of her Sydney family home and we spent the hour or so talking about our experiences doing just that and the challenges that come with being your own independent adult and kind of finding your feet in your own new space. So I really hope you guys enjoy this final episode for the year and let's jump right on in. Welcome back friends. Today I have a very special guest once again, um, the beautiful Annie Wang. Hello, hello, hello. We are currently sitting in the kind of dining space of my apartment. Um, The sound might be a little bit more, I don't know, echoey, but I don't think it will be as echoey as the Growing Up Asian in Australia episode because that was like a huge library room but it will be a bit different to the past two recordings because they have been inside like a library room at uni but yeah today we're just recording um at my apartment and today's topic is all things moving out which is a very timely episode i must say because i'm currently in the process of packing everything once again and you know doing things like that which is related to moving out um so exciting but nerve-wracking yeah definitely that's encapsulates moving out very perfectly um just a little side note there might be some extra noises because this neighborhood can be quite (laughs) loud so um please bear in mind that that might be the case but annie please introduce yourself what do you study uh how do i know you how are you (laughs) just go through that um yeah yeah so as danny mentioned my name is annie how do i know you well we both Camp. go to U. Yes, actually, but yes, we both go to UNSW. We both go to UNSW. I am well was a bachelor of media, PR, and advertising yeah. student, but now going to be a teaching student. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, yeah, we know each other from arts camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just all I remember is us vacuuming together oh on the last God. day. We did. <laughs> Do you that, is, that is so classic and that of is us. Just us. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. dude! I completely forgot about that because yeah, I was going through photos yesterday yeah. and I found like a photo of you, me, and Adelaide and some of the other girls we met on camp, like for the dress up costume yeah. thing. Um, but I have completely forgot about the vacuuming thing. Yeah, I mean, arts camp was just not a really good time for me personally. It was weird. It was a lot, and I I don't you don't drink that much either, yeah. so we didn't really drink, did we? First year, Danny definitely. I think this year's been a little bit different, <laughs> but definitely twenty eighteen was. I was yeah. just and because I was underage, I was very yeah, worried exactly. about it. I've always been. Um, but but yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's how we know each other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and. We've just sort of blossomed from there in art song. Yeah, definitely. Um, Annie's an absolute trooper when it comes to uh, budding sausage sizzles <laughs> we've just been talking about. Um, and we've had two very contrasting experiences with them, but yeah. our most recent one has been very successful. Kudos yeah. to Annie. <laughs> no, and everyone and everyone. Yeah, which is really, good. Which is really exciting. Um, so yeah, today's topic, like I mentioned, is everything to do with moving out because, haha, you guessed it, both of us have moved, moved out. out. Um, so to kick it right off, the first question I have mm-hmm. for you was what was the experience like in regards to what your family thought of you moving out. Um, when did you move out? Why did you move out? Who do you reside with? Etc. <laughs> oh, so Take us through this journey. Oh, I moved out very, quite young actually. I'm going to sneeze, oh. sorry. It's got... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. This is very casual today because we're like sitting at... Um, and we're both a bit sick. Yeah. No, I think it's earlier in the morning, so I'm a bit sneezy and wheezy <laughs> because of hay fever. So if yeah. you hear any like snuffling and sniffling... I it's Danny. It's me. Yeah, I'm going to blow my nose now. <laughs> yeah, go. well, um, I moved out oh, a couple of months after I turned 17. So at the end of high school, oh like about a month after high school, it was... If 
Uh, if I'm being honest, it was actually really stressful and, and fast because, well, I live with my boyfriend, Kirby. Shout out to Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kirby. <laughs> um, and we had just come back um, from our schoolies trip, but not really. We went to the North Coast um, for a week. Like and then North we, New South Wales Coast? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we came back and there was a day in between us coming back before we had to move in, like our moving in day. Oh my God. And then after that, that Kirby, such a stress- <laughs> it was really stressful. And then the day after Kirby actually had to do a month long pre uni program where he actually had to be at uni most of the time, including overnight. So it was by no means smooth at all. Oh it God. was quite stressful. Um, and, and, yeah, so we moved out then. Uh, why did we move out? Well, Curb's family live quite far, and mm. I, my family live quite far. In terms of uh, proximity to, to public transport, mm. um, and we're both quite independent people, um, but also we wanted to spend more time, mm. be able to spend time with each other because... You know, uni takes us quite a while to travel yeah. to. So, yeah, we moved out because of that. And it is just more convenient. Um, we have more independence with jobs. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's yeah, the but nutshell. I would definitely say, like, for you to move out with your significant other at it's, that age, <laughs> it's a big deal. So, like, it how is. long were you guys together for? Like, yeah. what really... I guess that there were different external factors that pushed you, but... It's a really big move mm. for someone our age. So, yeah. Yeah. Kirby and I, our, um, we're lucky. So our uh, family supported us, but they weren't open arms willing. We did mm. have to convince them. We're both uh, quite organised people. Yeah. So that... I can definitely vouch yeah, for that. So <laughs> uh, our parents did um, feel a bit more... Uh, what's the word? Piece of... Yeah, they had peace of mind that we were going to be okay. Uh, But what it did involve was us talking to them a couple of months in advance to just put the idea and and see how they would react. Plant the seed. Plant the seed in their (laughs) minds. Um, But yeah, and see how they would react. Yeah. Um, They did. we, We received different views, you know. Don't go out, pay your rent, uh, you know, mm. and waste your money on that stuff. Uh, why mm. don't you live here? Why don't you live here? And Kirby and I's families are quite different. <laughs> Bit of a sniffle break. <laughs> yeah. um, so our families are quite different. So they both had different approaches mm. um, and where we should live. Mm. But in the end, we, we did put our foot down and we did say we would like to. And they supported mm. us, which was lucky. That's we. Really we moved in together 10 months into dating. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It was a bit of a gamble. Um, I mean, definitely, I, I, I do think things over a lot. Mm. So, I mean, we like were a, sure. We yeah. were sure we were going to be okay. But, yeah, and I mean, look, nearly three years on, we're, we're happy as Larry's and, and so, Chappie's. So, So yeah. nice. That's so great. <coughs> and I guess knowing you and knowing your personality wouldn't have been a rash decision. It was something no. that you very much thought over. And Yeah, Kirby and I were thinking of moving out after, but when we were, alone, when we were not together, mm-hmm. we had thought about sort of moving, moving out, out like beforehand. Yeah, so. individually. So I guess that kind of thing comes yeah. together and... Yeah. Wow, really interesting. Um, what was that looking? Uh, what was that period like when you were looking for an apartment? Like, what different sites did you use? Like, um, because they're the real logistical things that don't yeah. get talked about. So for me yeah, personally, for sure. when I first moved, that was really tricky doing all that independent research on my own, not really knowing what other people had gone through. So what yeah. was that process like for you? A couple of months in advance, mm. we definitely looked at the markets or what like areas were most expensive mm. and least for what you were getting we did that through domain okay like yeah. the easiest thing you just sort of domain rent and then put in a whole bunch of suburbs mm. and see what the price difference was Mm-mm. and we did that a couple months in advance before we were moving out so we knew how much we had to save for a deposit which is generally about four times 
four to six times what your weekly rent, rent is going is to be. Um, and then we also had to think about saving money <coughs> for uh, furniture, for appliances. Mm-hmm. So we definitely were looking at it months, probably three, four months yeah. in advance. It doesn't have to be extensive, but so this you was do during wanna... high school. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Like the last months of year twelve. Yeah. So, um, you you do have to be prepared. You mm. like hundred percent be prepared. Don't leave anything to. Oh well, look. It seems like I have this much. We'll just adapt. You you always want some. You're always gonna uh, probably spend a bit more than you think you are. Yeah. And even if you don't, well, at least you've got money still saved up. So yeah, yeah. I guess this is definitely coming from a perspective of you know really having your own place. You're mm-hmm. that you're renting. Um, that you're committing with somebody else. Like for me, I guess that process was a bit different because it was more me individually finding an appropriate place to kind of slot myself into which I guess is another huge (laughs) um or and different kind of experience to you in the sense that I guess I wasn't really sussing out like Mm. market changes or anything I just needed to find the appropriate circumstances which is a different type of difficult I do have to say because you know you could have a great price point but some dodgy looking people um and i don't know unfavorable living conditions location like i think the main factors when it came to me looking for a place was price and location were the most important people like bathroom situation uh kitchen all those just living circumstances things like that and for me at least when i first properly moved out well my journey is a little bit different in the sense that i lived with my grandparents for about 10 months of not 10 months, about eight or nine months. Um, in 2018, when I first moved out, quote unquote, from the family home, because they were here in Sydney for other business and they were provided a house and a car as part of their like job agreement thing. And so I essentially had honestly the luxury of just moving all my shit down and like not thinking about space and things like that because I had that available. Um, so that was a different experience but then when they moved back to Brisbane in October that process for me to look for a new or like a three-month temporary thing before the summer holidays came around that was really tricky because not only was it an awkward period but also to find that amount of time for the price point that was decent enough you know it was it was really really tricky but I was lucky because I did a lot of research on flatmates a lot on Facebook Marketplace, um, other sites, other like Sydney student accommodation, that kind of thing. Eventually, I landed with uh, Facebook, which was kind of lucky, but you know, um, the price was a little bit more than I would have, um, my family would have been like happy with. Um, but it was like a three month thing because I was replacing someone. So it was two Irish girls. One of them was doing like a rural placement for her visa extension. So I was just temporarily filling in for her. So it was pretty easy for me to kind of just slot myself in. Um, yeah, and it was all good and easy in that sense. But like location wise, I went from Newington in like, it's not really inner west, but it's like in between. It's also pretty hard to get to. Yeah, yeah. in between inner west and western oh. suburbs. Yeah. It's like near Auburn and Silverwater, Sydney Olympic Park and stuff like that. Sorry, my hay fever. (laughs) (coughs) Not good this morning. Um, So going from there to Brighton, Los Angeles, which is in the St. George area, down near where I am now. um, That was a a big process, but I guess it was made easier because we had lots of uh, church friends and family that had a car that could drive my stuff like it was only made possible because I had that kind of support with yeah. connections like it's been a whole other ball game to do it like at the beginning of this year um but yeah even after I like yeah this kind of leads into the next topic that is like before all, we get yeah there, I'm actually really interested to hear so obviously your family was supportive of yeah. you were they supportive of you moving states to study yeah, university yeah for sure yeah. like um a lot of I think families in the Korean community would have thought and did say to my mom like how can you let your daughter like 
suddenly move out of home and start their, her life again in a different state. Like, mm-hmm. this was before they knew that I was staying with my grandparents, but I was also 17 when I graduated. Yeah. Um, so, uh, either way, I would not have been legally able to sign anything, mm-hmm. like a lease or yeah. a some sort of contractual agreement that's... yeah. Um, so either way, I would have had to find some other accommodation had my grandparents not been down here for that time. But my mom and my family were incredibly supportive because number one, I am also very independent and have always Mm -hmm. been. Number two, I was very determined to do study in a different state anyway, because I had always tossed around the idea, especially in my final year of moving to a different place. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure where, um... In the end, I stuck with New South Wales because I just couldn't be bothered doing a VTAC application as well for <laughs> Melbourne universities. Yeah. But it's interesting because I was actually born in Melbourne, so I have some connections down there in terms of like my family, friends and stuff. So that could have been an option too, but in an alternate universe, it wasn't in this one. Um, and so when I got the offer and when I... Actually, a big part of me also deciding UNSW was I visited the university in my final year um, in between term three and term four. So I got a real like, um, you know, in-person image and imagination of what my life would be like. Sort of similar. I obviously am from Sydney though. So Mm -hmm. I, I went to a couple of Sydney universities and I actually thought I was going to go to University of Sydney or Macquarie Mm -hmm. Um, and then I went to UNSW and the reason why I chose UNSW was because when I got there I loved the the actual uni itself Yeah, Yeah. and there's just, I don't know UNSW, (laughs) I've always known about the uni because of the the ICAS exams Oh yeah, yeah yeah, I did, yeah Yeah. So um, I had always just really liked it I didn't even consider Macquarie or I think Sydney Uni I might have put one course down But oh ANU of course Yeah Um, I also had Canberra in the mix as well My mum was actually more supportive of me going to Canberra Because ANU is obviously a fantastic university And But I was just very turned off by Canberra overall I just don't think There's about there's a couple of streets and then yeah yeah so, um sydney life has been great <laughs> um but yeah so my like experience has been a lot of like incredible people around me helping me out with my moving out experience um i couldn't have done it alone like now that i have my license um if i got a car i could manage a little mm-hmm. bit but before i got my peas i only got my peas in august so like i couldn't anyway so um yeah the next kind of topic was all about like awkward transitional periods because I for sure had that this year so just to kind of give you guys some context and you if you're not um if we haven't talked about it like after I um finished up working in in Brisbane in Sydney sorry at the end of last year I was like obviously going back to Brisbane for holidays but I don't want to keep paying rent. Um, my lease technically isn't going to like towards mm. towards through the summer. Um, so I had to pack up my stuff and leave it somewhere. somewhere. So it was actually incredible. I don't even know how this conversation started, but um, one of my good friends, Helena, um, her mum and her, we were like talking about this, and they offered to look after my stuff. So uh, moving all my things to Helena's place was kind of doable because it was only about a 10-15 minute drive and they had like a little garage space like a little shed that I could kind of store my things but it was really stressful that period Mm. because I was moving all my stuff to their place on let's say hypothetically the Tuesday and I was flying out on Wednesday so knowing what things to actually leave behind when all of my other belongings are being moved. Like, yeah. it is a complicated process so to, stressful. to work out what you really need, Yeah, which I'm going to experience in the next three days. Of life, <laughs> but I'm, I think I'm well prepared for it. Um, yeah, so that was really stressful. But um, I had a really good mate, Dylan, who um, is on his open license and has his own car, so it's, like, very easy. He offered to, like, move my stuff for me. So that, again, is, like, a chance thing where I have a really good friend that I can ask for help for and have friends that are willing to look after my stuff. Anyway, and 
that was really incredible the way that worked out because um Dylan helping me out obviously huge help we had a lot of fun it was Mm. just yeah great experience but like I was lucky in that circumstance because I didn't have any furniture except one piece of furniture my desk that I had like a from the previous house with my grandparents getting rid of that and dealing with that was such a pain in the ass yeah so for me my moving out experience is relatively easier than other independent um people our age that have their own place because i don't have any furniture i move into furnished places so it would be a different experience for you Uh, but i guess you you guys uh, have been in the same place for a while and that was actually one of the things that kirby and i both wanted to make sure we had um because we were moving uh you know into our own place and we need our own furniture (coughs) we didn't want to be moving it so around all the time um so we did when we were looking try to find a place where at least if not a year at least two years uh, the possibility of two years Mm. a lot of leases it's sort of six months to one year they only allow you to sign but um i think our landlord lives up in queensland somewhere so like (laughs) yeah so we just sort of we wanted to find a place that we could stay in Mm. um but interestingly enough like kirby had a lot of stuff Mm. um at his place and actually even to this day uh we have stuff from his old place to turn (laughs) up at ours um including five guitars <laughs> five <laughs> five what guitars that appeared at ours one day um and there's nowhere to put them there's just and, and they just awkwardly how, how can you like place like one guitar is like two is enough five how are you supposed five. to five like do you display them do you play them do you some of them lived in the car for a while oh, man. because they're just and Kirby doesn't play all of them anymore. <laughs> Playing one with each like leg, yeah, two arms, two legs, maybe your mouth. And yeah, but and and they're all different. So a lot of the stuff that is still uh, Kirby's is still at his mum's, mm. and we're still gradually moving oh over. Um, and there was a period of time where uh, Kirby had to sort of you know, go back and decide and go, oh, I think that's still yeah. at mum's. For me, uh, we, I went at my old room, we, I had a, a bookcase and a, and a table mm. um, and obviously my bed. The bed's still there, but the, I took the bookcase and the table with me mm. because, you know, as a uni student, you need a bookcase and a table. Yes, of course. So I just the grabbed whatever I needed. Uh, and over time, you know, getting rid of them... We've got a little rubbish chute that we can sort of store in. Mm. Um, so that hasn't been too bad. Yeah. But yeah, we, we definitely, uh, furniture-wise, um, yeah, it's not been as... It's a different experience yeah. to It's you, very different. I just thought of it as well. Like, when I go back home to Brisbane, it literally looks like someone still lives in my room. Because all the mm. furniture, all, like, the belongings that aren't necessary, like, in my day-to-day life, just storage everything is still there so like i for one have a lot of belongings sorry i'm yawning (laughs) um but like it's just been crazy to kind of see how everything still remains um but i still have learned to um reduce things and things like that but we'll get into that topic soon but to kind of finish off my story essentially um when i came back to sydney in january this year um it was only meant to be a temporary arrangement to live with helena and her mom um but what ended up happening was it was so difficult for me to find a place um it took a lot longer than anticipated and they were going overseas so we the three of us lived together for about oh my god i'm yawning again this is the worst this is this is what happens to me early in the morning anyway it's not even that early it's past 10 no Yes, yeah, it past, is. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, late night, late night. <laughs> um, but I lived with them for about a week or so, and then they went overseas for two, three weeks. So I stayed in, ended up staying in that um, place for maybe two out of the three weeks that they were overseas. Um, and in that, in between that time, I was just constantly looking for a place. Yeah. My, I was living out of a suitcase because all my belongings were at the back in the little shed. 
and I was just living out of what I had and work started again and I needed to go out and get there's a crazy story because I needed to get out my work shoes and then I forgot and then I was wearing thongs out and I had to quickly buy clothes and shoes at like Rayburn shoes at King's Cross but that's a funny story for another time but essentially um it was hard because yeah and it was mentally really hard as well just purely being on my own trying to like figure out what I was gonna do and also not having a, a solid place and knowing what and and moving in any circumstance packing up signing papers picking up keys dates never line up smoothly you you know a couple days before and then it's sort of go time and it's very stressful so i can imagine that was a really stressful really really difficult time and on top of that i was learning all these new scripts for work and it was right before like the school period in january and I remember just feeling so, like, spacey and lost. And I'm a very organized person as well. I take a lot of joy in cleaning, organizing, and categorizing Mm -hmm. different things in my life. So not having my own space, it was really tricky. And, I mean, honestly, like, I cannot thank Helena and her mom enough for the hospitality and the incredible kindness that they showed me in letting me really occupy their place and I guess it was good too because I was kind of house sitting for them and like free of charge which was just amazing and eventually I found a place which is where I am now um, and that just took a lot of research on flatmates and Facebook Mm. and all these different sites I just needed somewhere that I knew I could stay for the year that was close to public transport and like another incredible thing was I had started going to this church in um, Banksia, Arncliffe kind of area and I had already kind of established this lovely community. And I just wanted to... Oh, my God, it's yawning. Oh, sorry. My goodness. Um, it's probably also because I haven't eaten anything. So my body's kind of like, are you awake, Danny? Are you awake? But, You'd have no energy. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm on a roll. I need to finish this goddamn <laughs> story. Um, yeah, so I wanted to stay in, an er- in, the, in the area, in the St. George area down here, down south. And... It was amazing how I ended up finding a place here in Hersel because it's close to the church. Um, it's just been great. And it's six, seven minutes walk to the yeah. station. Shops. If you don't get lost. Yeah, if, if you, you don't, don't get, get lost. lost. Um, like, the stores are so close. My flatmates have been absolutely incredible. And, yeah. But I just realised another really interesting thing about, like, moving out and stuff is having the right people honestly yeah. makes the, a world of a difference and if you're listening and you're thinking of moving out which I'm sure there will be a lot of people because I know that some of my friends have been tossing up the idea and stuff um price point and location obviously like they are always possibly <coughs> the most important yeah but like moving out with your significant other moving into a place with people you don't have never met before don't know moving in with friends, with people your own age, people not your own age, there are all factors that you need to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, is your arrangement temporary, which is which was um, the case for me last year. So the person didn't matter as much as it did for me this year. Um, the location wasn't as important as this year because it was three months versus a year. Mm-hmm. Like All those different factors are super important to think about and to talk about with other people because yeah yeah, it's not really and at the end of the day I think it's about you even just writing down a list of your priorities what your life at that point is looking like and what you need in the next year six months three months yeah and you know those things that Danny said categorizing which one is a priority which one do I need to you know focus on and then making compromise. Yeah. So you won't always get the perfect place. Yeah. Um, you know, there are always will be issues. Mm-hmm. But it's about, I think, planning and uh, opening knowing, your and, and knowing your, like, limits and yeah. what parameters you're going to think about. Because not everything can be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just the reality with finding a place, you know. Um, I think one of the... I think for me, I was really lucky with this place, but... Not to say that there have been a lot of issues with the apartment itself, and that's not been a reflection of us or my flatmates or nothing like that. Just the the venue itself. Mm. There's been a lot of dodgy aspects with the rubbish and the lift, and it's just been a whole ordeal. Um, But sometimes 
it's all about expectations, right? I think the biggest adulting thing that I've learned in the last two years, and Annie is nodding very um, enthusiastically, <laughs> is not to have expectations because the moment you leave high school, my God, your life, everything, is, just... everything just gets thrown out the front door and there can be incredible periods of growth, incredible periods of finding yourself and meeting incredible people. But sometimes it's going to be the exact opposite. You know, the part of like the process, sorry, of moving out aligns with this incredible like um, journey of change and things that you just don't expect that if your mindset is hooked on to expectations you're just straight up not going to have a good time yeah because <laughs> and and you know you always want to you don't even realize you're putting pressure on yourself and there will be so much pressure from external things mm. that you you should just be kind to yourself and just focus on getting through everything else and learning through everything else. And in that process, mm. you'll find your own way, your especially own with moving out. Um, <laughs> Finding your groove and routine. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. And I think that's been a learning process for me too. Like this year has been such a contrast to last year. And I mean, I've had my fair share of like really lonely periods. Um, but through it all, like being an adult and being a person for yourself is not only about doing the dishes, doing the washing, cleaning, organizing. That is just a minuscule aspect of yeah. your life when you do move out, which is something you should consider when you move out. Cause there'll be things that so many things that pop up that you just won't anticipate. You have to be in the right, right mindset yeah. for that. You can't just be like, Oh, I freaking hate my family. I'm just going to move yeah, out. Yeah. Don't. You don't, need to. A... Yeah. For definitely and adulting means that sometimes you know you might run out of I don't know dishwashing detergent or toilet paper at, or you're about to and you need to figure out when you're free to do that but you've got yeah. fifty thousand things yeah and you you definitely have to be to some extent mature um and realize that you know if you don't think about these things in advance you're gonna be left with no food no yeah. no stuff yeah so I mean there's nothing wrong with um, staying with your family like I don't think we live in an era where you have to move out mm. as soon as you finish high school and frankly the market is just too expensive yeah in Sydney at least you know you're looking at um, paying a couple hundred dollars for a week and yeah you know um, but I think it's a beautiful process I've you know wouldn't change it for the world but everything I think in adulting comes with sacrifices and a different cost and a different challenge so this is a very important thing to yeah. think about. And those awkward transitional periods for sure have been so tricky for me. And uh, being an interstate student and now going on exchange, that's a whole other thing. Like it's like, really expensive to take all my stuff back to Brisbane and store things I know I'm going to use in my mm. fourth year. And like, my God, it is tricky. But And you have to accept it as well because sometimes yeah. you go what is this all for? This is also, you yeah. can go over to, to Birmingham yeah. and you really obviously want to do yeah, that. Yeah, and I have to as yeah. well. I chose that degree. Exactly, yeah. but at the same time, you're going, oh, but I could have avoided this expense yeah. here yeah. or all this trouble, but it, it'll be for good. Yeah, exactly. If it's worth it. If you also kind of wallow in your misery and just kind of think of all the negatives um, that come with some of the difficulties of being an adult and stuff, you're not going to enjoy that process. No. And it, I can say for sure, these last two years have kind of given me this incredible growth that I just did not anticipate. Yeah. And I mean, 2018, 2019 has had a lot of unprecedented challenges and things that have really been different to my high school experience. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm just so proud, honestly, of where I am now yeah. and am on like another really great factor. I'm so ready for exchange. Like I know the periods of loneliness. I know the really nitty gritty details you need to sort out with like aligning those yeah. dates and what am I going to do when I, my lease run, my, I'm sorry, contract runs out uh, for the summer holidays in Europe. Like what am I going to do with my stuff? I'm at peace of mind because I know that things can happen at last minute and I know the different alternatives and yeah. options out there, you know? Yeah. And it will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. It works itself out. Um, but you do also have to be planned as well. Like, yeah. It's a balance. I think all things it's about, in life. Like you said, compromise, not setting expectations, yeah. not thinking everything is going to be perfect, accepting that things will happen mm. and you're going to have to change your plan mm. um, and that your life may take a completely different direction. Um, but, but being at peace with that process, yeah. I think, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so that kind of really covered a lot of the main facts that, uh, main things, sorry, that I wanted to talk about. This next kind of bit, I just want to ask you about like your pantry <laughs> essentials. What kind of food do you cook? Meal prepping. Um, because it's such a stark contrast going from yeah. a family that you come home after school and there's a home cooked meal, yeah. like blah, 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 blah to suddenly being alone and having to fixate every single meal for yourself. And it's very difficult. And it can be very expensive. Difficult and expensive. And if you're really busy, you have to go take the effort to go yeah. cook. Sometimes you just have to buy. I know. So uh, pantry essentials. Um, your staples, milk, egg, butter, yeah. oil, bread, bread um, rice. Mm-hmm. So always have rice or pasta or something around pasta <laughs> legendary everyone's every um, uni student say yeah <laughs> um some snacks some snacks are really good especially if you're a uni student mm-hmm. kirby and i are going through a really healthy stage in our lives yes, right now definitely so we have uh, a bag of salad some staple salad things cucumber tomato R- i really like beans yeah. Um, bean mixes yes. they're also really good i need to buy them yeah. after we record to make my bean mixes bean mix, they're yeah. so good they're so they're good. non-perishable you so store cheap. them cheap and if you get a four bean mix it's i'm a four bean mix gal too yeah and you get a bit of crunchy anyway so those sort of things um it's what i find um is the best is at the beginning of the week to if i have to like to make the time to plan out lunch um, but at the very least dinner every single night. Um, and even if that's, so right now we're going through our healthy phase. So even if that's just saying salad with protein mm. and then buying X amount of protein, X amount of, uh, things, but it's, it's never perfect. That's like really cool. sometimes it goes like, sometimes we're just too tired. Sometimes Kerb comes home late from work. I come home late from work. Uni goes to, mm. you know, you have a uni meeting until 8pm yeah. yeah. and you don't get home till 10. The amount of times I've come back from uni with on the last 898 bus or 893 bus, it, I think it's 924. I get yeah. home at like 10.30 in the end. And, and then what do you, what do you eat? So a bowl um, of cereal. Yeah. My my go to bowl of cereal for Instant dinner. Instant noodles are very sort of probably unhealthy. But look, sometimes you if you're a you uni just student do the shin ramen. at the Shin Ramen, um and you just gotta have some stored yeah, inside and some eggs or something that you really like yeah, to eat. I, I often just have eggs. Exactly. Fried egg or boiled egg is my, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it just whatever you like, but uh, one thing that we actually do that um that's look it is is really really efficient is to freeze basically all of our meats mm-hmm. when we get them mm-hmm. because being a uni student um you know you might come home at ten o'clock one day you might even come home at like what seven o'clock one day but yeah. you're too tired, tired to, to cook. cook. And you have too many readings, too many assignments, and you don't want the food that you've bought to go off. Mm. And while it won't be as fresh or whatever, Mm. like freezing it and stuff, just my my go-to. your freezer is like your best friend. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I obviously just have to fend for myself. But with you and Kirby, like, how do you guys, I like do that do you have a some sort of system do you kirby's kirby's completely useless with cooking oh he's, he's gonna get so mad at me oh. for saying that <laughs> so it's you oh uh, i enjoy cooking you, you yeah. know i love cooking i love baking i love oh my god guys and he's going through this baking phase I it's t- not a phase i've got to tell it's, you it's, 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 it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle <laughs> it's a lot li- it's really hard because i'm going through my fitness phase right now yeah. so it's stark yeah. contrast but anyway yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you kind of have to. Yeah. Okay. 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 But um, <laughs> Kirby, I, I do most of the planning um, and buying the groceries, mm. um, which is really works really well because that's how we split sort of the bills, etc. Mm-hmm. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sort of plan it and figure it that's out. That's good. But... That's really nice that you have a system. That's because those are the things that would be quite a. Oh, it's, sometimes it's really annoying. Yeah, it... and it can, and it's like something you have to logistically work out. Otherwise, it can cause my, unnecessary arguments. And... My favorite thing is to just uh, literally Google. 
like me, mm. what was a dinner ideas mm. or go to I think Kmart or Big W have they like have these five dollar yeah, yeah they have cards, cards but also like five dollar cookbooks yeah yeah and, and you just like do that Pick it up, um, yeah. but don't feel bad if you one night just want to grab something to yeah. to honestly it's like letting yourself have like one two three however many you need buying meals like I'm really flexible with that because I know it's unreal it's unrealistic for me yeah um to be able to make something for each of my meals i know that it's not possible i have to say though one thing i'm really proud of myself is i have never used a food delivery service in wow. my life that that's pretty i yeah. can't say the same but <laughs> i've also been lucky with the places that i've lived with i can literally have all these different options that's true. um even in brighton i could just cross the road and i had like all these different options so i've been very lucky with the location but still, not to say my both my flatmates have ordered things on um, delivery apps and I don't That's know. It's impressive. also the the money. I think is just too much to waste when yeah. I can just get my ass off the chair and move yeah. and get something. Um, but I've never been compelled to use either yeah. like Uber Eats or Menulog or Fedora or anything like that. Um, so I think that's something I'm really proud of. Definitely, food is the biggest cost in my budgeting uh, excel spreadsheet thing if you if you look at a breakdown of it um but sometimes it's about making that that um shift in the sense that you could spend 15 dollars on this meal or you could go home and utilize the ingredients that you have yeah. to make a noodle soup or whatever um <coughs> so it's all about that and it's really tricky sometimes money can get really tight and you feel bad like for me i always feel really bad because i'm still quite dependent on my family for um, different finance things and but for the most part I'm really happy with the system that I have because I cook when I can I don't meal prep as much and I, think, I don't meal prep either I think it's because I'm I want something different to eat every day yeah. Yeah. I'm a very like diverse palate kind yeah. of person well also if you meal prep I, I'm sort of similar but if I get sick of eating one thing one day then the next day I don't want to be constantly eating the same thing at least if you sort of have an idea of what's coming up in the week that you're going to have for dinner you can also look forward to it yeah um yeah and And anticipate buying this ingredient and food everybody loves food like you don't I don't know I'm just sort of I don't really want to eat the same thing yeah every single day but Um, I hear it's really convenient yeah I think if it works for you do it like that if you're in the corporate world which my flatmates are they sometimes do that and um but oh my um previous flatmate she really meal prepped like she made one curry and she froze like four portions of it and just took it to work but I couldn't do that yeah but that also depends on your lifestyle yeah like if you have sort of a the capacity to get home at five, six every single night, yeah. you can cook uh, dinner. Then, then that's sort yeah. of your lifestyle. But if you you've got if you've got a a schedule that's sort of different times throughout yeah. the day, meal prep different working hours, yeah. then that's an option as well. But I think that is a process that people will end up finding as yeah. well when they move out. Yeah. Like um, it's that finding your groove and yeah, your routine. Yeah, it's like it's the expectation. Unique to everyone. You. If you can set at the beginning of you moving out what you'd like to do, mm. but look, the the reality is it'll probably change. Yeah, it'll probably change. One hundred percent. I think the extent of meal prepping that I go to is, if it's a Sunday night and I have a bit of time to cook, I will make something and make enough of it so I can have it for Monday lunch. Yeah, that's probably the extent that I do. Um, I cook a lot of noodle soups. I cook a lot of things that I can't pack. So if I have time, I really, really love um, having that for dinner and making it for myself. But there have been so many times where I've been exhausted. And there's also been times where I've been at uni for like 12 hours. So, and I'm not a breakfast kind of person in the sense I can't eat as soon as I wake up. So I often had to like pack uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner all, all and it's difficult and, to carry yeah. around. But I also have never met a uni student that packs as much food as I do. Like, I'm the type of person that I don't get a punnet of strawberries and just take the punnet as is. I will wash them and cut them up and put them in a nice container. Like, I'm very organized and strategic in the way that I do things in terms of preparing my food. Um, But yeah, it's like, once again, it's different for everyone. That process takes time for you to figure out. But But it's definitely worth thinking about it when you're moving out. Because otherwise, I've heard so many stories of people 
not having food, yeah. um, of not budgeting their money correctly. And sometimes it's really hard to, yeah. which is definitely, you were saying you're very lucky that you have some support from your family. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say if you can, um, to have somebody supporting you, family, friends, like, or, or work, definitely think ahead in case you get in a really tough financial spot. Yeah. Sometimes it's unavoidable, yeah. but definitely thinking ahead and making, like, taking enough steps to make sure that you've got some support. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely the best way to make sure that you don't go over budget or et cetera is to plan, plan it beforehand. Yeah. Um, I've heard people, um, like even just rice and tuna, Mm. Um, sort of, or or noodles, or even pastas, relatively yeah. cheap. Yeah. yeah, things like canned tomatoes, canned beans, um, different spices can make for a very easy yeah. meal. Um, I for one really rely on like cumin and obviously salt and pepper, but paprika is really good. Well, yeah, paprika. Um, I love a bit of turmeric and curry powders and things like that. They can all evoke su- such beautiful flavors and make for a very simple, easy meal, which yeah. is what I'll be cooking um, in a bit anyway. <laughs> um, but I, I love how we've been recording for 40 minutes when I said this is going to be a short episode. But we just have so much to talk about. Um, the last kind of topic I just want to quickly touch base on is learning how to like filter through your stuff uh, reducing the things that you own I think we, you touched base yeah. on it briefly but really quickly like what has that process been like for you because I know for me each time I've moved and each time I anticipate to move I've just been really good at um, selling things or getting rid of things donating I've donated so many clothes I've donated so many bits of fabric to H&M like I've become more and more conscious of the things that I really need in my life. Yeah. And such changes is like having a Kindle, you know, because it was a beautiful gift that I got from my best friends back at home in Brisbane for my 19th this year. But, um, you know, books are so difficult to carry around when you are moving back and forth. And you need the space. Mm -hmm. So we've got bookshelves and what we found was... Uh, especially with uni textbooks you've got to store them somewhere they're so expensive you can't chuck them out anywhere no. kindle really great way to um to so even if it's you you ask for it as a gift mm. um for something it's such a great way um kirby and i over the last couple of years that we've lived together um we've really had to obviously when we first moved out we got everything sort of the cheapest and the, the most convenient mm. you know um and because we was we had saved uh, but obviously we were still uni students, so we couldn't have saved. We didn't have much to uh, like us, loads. Yeah. So we did get sort of the best price for mm-hmm. sort of. We thought about what we were getting mm-hmm. as well. Um, but over time, obviously, as we've settled down, we've been in our place. We've just renewed it for the third year. Okay, and it looks really like exciting. I said, my landlord lives in Gold Coast, yeah. so we'll probably be there for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. We've had to actually consider sort of what pieces of furniture. We want new just mm. to make it more of a home, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, um, and I know, like, for instance, you've got a different experience once yeah. again. Um, but we've definitely had to consider what do we, uh, what do we replace? How much do we want to spend on it? Mm. Um, but also, you know, there comes a point in your life where you just have to, with clothes and yeah. stuff, yeah. declutter. You just have to. It's um, a constant process when you're out yeah. of home. And yeah. you, I think, um, I've got family members who are really big hoarders. Too, oh my um, God. and I think we part have of so it, many books at our house, and it gets really. It's just I, for one, can't live in a messy space. Yeah, me too. I can't. Um, it needs to have some sort of cleanliness order to it. Mm. Like you said, best way donate clothes. Um, best way to do it, sort of app, like just set out a couple hours. Um, when you think your closet's getting a bit too much, and just do it. Bite mm. the bullet. It's gonna take a long. It's gonna be annoying, but. <clears throat> definitely look at what clothes you don't need anymore donate them um give away books do, yeah give do away, like a swap with your friends yeah like give away books environmentally good way to do it you know the fashion industry and it's something that people are talking about a lot more these days which is fantastic but my god i've realized some of my purchases were so unnecessary oh yeah clothing wise like it's so bad for the environment give it to people yeah swap um, with your friends honestly do like have a day where you have yeah. people bring stuff over and you put out your stuff yeah. just yeah, swap yeah. you know um yeah exactly give it to your friends if you can't donate them even with your things mm. give it to people give it to family um you know i know that some of our things we've given them to to family and stuff so yeah yeah, yeah, how good. Um, I think the 
kind of common underlying theme through everything that we've talked about today is um, moving out is definitely not for everyone. It's a process. You need to be prepared for the curveballs and have um, certain kind of parameters and let down your expectations. And it's not an easy thing. It's a beautiful process in the sense that you will grow so much out of it. You'll become yeah. your own independent person, detached from the way that your family did certain yeah. things. I definitely feel that whenever I go home now, I feel myself as an, yes, I'm still very much part of the family. I'm still so young. Um, I have a lot of life to live, but I am my own adult and yeah. own person. I have my own ways of cleaning and doing things. Um, and if it's something that you're considering, think of all the things that we touch base on today. There's a lot of important factors. Finance is just one aspect and very important, but one thing. Um, food, different um, chores around the house, um, who you're living with, where you're living, your routine, your expectations. It's There's so many different factors. It's a many, many pointed star in the sense that... You're not going to get it right yeah, the yeah, first time or the second Yeah, minute. exactly. You, I think planning helps. Mm. C- keeping an open mind helps. But it's it's a really fun thing to do. I love it. I love, oh, I love having the independence. Same. Um, like you said, you get lonely sometimes you know there are tough times you know you're, you're trying to balance work and everything yeah. else but it is worth it and you grow so much as yeah. an individual yeah. um like so 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 much yeah so thank you very very much you're welcome for talking about this topic um it's been great if you guys are listening um and thinking of moving out like i said i hope this episode's been really insightful um and yeah thank you so much for being you're welcome here. and bye everyone bye What a great episode to end 2019 with. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to that episode. And I just wanted to take the time to thank everyone who has been on the podcast as a guest, but also to every one of my friends and maybe some strangers that I don't know that I've tuned in to listen to my podcast. It started as a little bit of a passion project and I'm so excited to continue recording and uploading episodes into 2020. And I guess the next episode that I will be bringing out will be all about the books that I read this year. I was planning to record an episode about this topic um, in 2019 but my schedule has been a bit crazy and insane so I think I'll record the episode as I have settled in um, into my student accommodation at the University of Birmingham which I will be spending the entire year at so I'm so excited to bring you guys exciting new episodes with guests from all around the world hopefully next year so for now thank you so much for listening happy new year and i'll see you very very soon